When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode of The Instance is brought to you by our friends at Doghouse Systems at doghousesystems.com. I'm staring at mine right now, and it's beautiful. You want to get a machine from them as well, with a great warranty and the best people in the business and a great price. Use the code FROGPANTS at checkout, and you'll get benefits. Sometimes it's a discount, sometimes it's free stuff. Go check them out, doghousesystems.com, and don't forget to use that code FROGPANTS. Listening to the instance. I feel like I should have Liam O'Brien do one of those. I should call him up and say, dude, give us a little Illidan intro business. I won't tell you why I think you should do it. And why we should immortalize Illidan's voice here on the show. I won't Don't say- spoil anything, you furdy furt. <laughs> what? I'm not spoiling anything. There's nothing spoil to spoil. spoil. No, Some I didn't spoil anything. I have not spoiled anything. All I said was it'd be cool to immortalize Illidan you're forever. Saying that Illidan's gonna die. No. This is what you're saying, and everyone understood it. And no. if that actually happens that... in the game, and you you <laughs> saw it somewhere because you don't care, you have a total disregard for other people's wishes. Yeah, I will uh, go to Utah, Utah, and and Utah. and pinch you. <laughs> I want you to come to Utah if you could do that. Here, here's here's I'll tell you, Patrick, what I'm what I actually am doing here. I don't know what happens to him. I just have a feeling. This is purely my own speculation. I know that there are some gnarly spoilers that have been data mined out there. I have not looked at them. I don't know what they say except for I did hear a Tyrellian thing, but it's got nothing to do with Illidan. But I but he he's just hankering for a final deal. That's what it feels like to me. And I'm basing this on a few things. One, the, the Argus storyline, Argus quest lines, uh, even some of his behavior in the uh, uh, toward the end of the the Kill Jaden fight, which I had this week, and and we cleared Kill Jaden, which was nice in my raid team, which totally carried me. I want to thank them for carrying me. Thank you for carrying me, you guys. You did great. <laughs> I haven't raided in a long time, so uh, I'll talk about how I got there and why I got there. But but I'm just saying again, it's not a. It's not a spoiler because I, I don't know. I just you have a feeling. Okay, that's all right. That's what else? Acceptable. What else are they going to well, do okay, to him? I, what are they going to do to Illidan? Is he going to oh to make him a mainstay of the the you know the uh, Horde and Alliance's efforts to fight stuff? All right. And uh, it's a, you know I I can do it for you. I can I can impersonate uh, Liam O'Brien impersonating Illidan, <laughs> uh, doing a, a, an intro for the instance. Do it. All right. Do it. <clears throat> Go. You're listening to the instance. A little bit of French in there. Their poultry efforts will yield no results. Well, I, you know, I don't know why they just didn't call you. You know, they don't need Liam anymore. This was this was my uh, my uh, my show reel. Yeah. By the uh, way, speaking of so Liam's little brother, um, uh, Yeah, who's much nicer, but uh, he can also get angry sometimes. Wait, he's the unknown brother. We know about Mafuri, and you're talking about Kooladin, the unknown brother of Illidan. Yeah. So actually, this is not the best. I'm I'm trying to put the (laughs) the brother's voice on to get attention, but uh, Kooladin is is all like. you're listening to the instance, and it's really cool. <laughs> he finds everything cool. That's why you know Cooladin is his nickname. But, I um, I would right. I would run an entire quest line with Cooladin. That'd be fine. Here's uh by the way here is Liam doing Bane just for fun. Here you go. Speak of the image and he shall appear. <laughs> Wait, there's another one about farting. 
area. I am the Frog Pants Network, and I'm here to fulfill Scott Johnson's destiny. There you go. I, was, I thought he was about farts. I guess it's not about farts, but anyway. Oh, and he does oh, Sean Connery. I got a great Sean Connery. Hold on. Here you go. I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. I should have sent it to the Marx Brothers. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, you know what? Actually, he can he can have the job. I can't do that. <laughs> He's much better than me. That's that's you know why I'm a podcaster and not a voice actor. Not a professional voice actor slash director. Um, he has been with us for so long in this expansion. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird if we don't have Illidan past all this because I'm I'm so used to having him around. So who knows? I don't know, and I dare I dare not look at those. So, uh, so supposedly supposedly there are some like straight up audio data mined from seven point three point two. That is uh, very telling. I have resisted the temptation uh, in the raid team the other day. People are saying, don't look at it. Don't look at it. And I'm like, all right, I'm not. won't look. So I still haven't looked. So I don't know what that means. That could be anything. It could be like, oh, Azeroth split in two. And there's a giant hairless uh, naked monkey in the middle. And his name is Jerry. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happens. <laughs> yeah, Jerry the monkey. Jerry That's the monkey totally, is yeah. is you, Azeroth. You have, you have listened to it. Yeah. That's that's how you know. I mean, yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't. I mean, maybe we can talk about at some point. You haven't done it, but the third part of the Argus quest line. Yeah, it is really cool. Like, really cool. I mm. mean, it's not like earth shattering, but I love how they're weaving um, like story and unexpected stuff into the quest lines. And it's basically just go kill 10 mobs. And yeah. then all of a sudden something happens in uh in the 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 quest line sure. and there's a cutscene. Yeah. And it's just, you know, between this and the audio drama we're gonna be talking about in a little bit, it's I think they've stepped up their game in terms of sto- sto- uh, storytelling and uh weaving all of the expansions together and it feels very uh engaging and it makes me want to play the game even though you know I even when I'm not super engaged. It, when I listen to those things and follow the story, it makes me want to go and like be part of the Army of the Light's efforts to destroy the Legion and do whatever. I am next. so glad they're doing those again. Um, it's a little late in the expansion for it, but maybe not so much because uh, uh, Windrunner Lady and uh, Terillion are kind of you know fresh. They're 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 uh, Argus reveals, and so it's a good time to talk about them. I, su- I suppose so. I guess I'm okay with when this is happening, but. Um, mm-hmm. They're so good. Like they need to just keep doing these. It needs to be a whole separate company. Just spin it off and make nothing but audio <laughs> dramas. They're really great. Like freaking amazing. So we'll talk about those in a second. Um, okay. The last uh, we spoke, I had talked a bunch about a mage and how I was working on this mage and all that. And something happened in the in the intervening time that kind of freaked me out a little bit. And I don't know if this is this is something that. I, I don't know if Blizzard's aware of this or or if this even matters. It could be just exclusive to me, but I was playing this mage. His name is Fleener. He's a big fat panda, and he's working on his... his he's a fiery panda is what he is. And uh, Fiery mage panda somehow doesn't sound quite right. No, they, it's, they yeah, it's, we- it's weird. But he's super chill and very panda-like. When he sits, he's like in a little like yoga position. He's fine. He's like a... He's totally in into... He's into all the chi he needs. He gets all the chi he wants. So anyway, I don't know what chi is. I just threw that out as if it was a thing that I knew. So he's uh, busily doing his deal and uh, working on him. And, you know, when I'd get an artifact power uh, item or something, it would be like 20,000 artifact cards. He's like 109 or something. He's almost 110. And and I would go, oh, that's that's great. But man, I sure I heard that the I heard that like, uh, you know, if you're just playing your main or whatever, or you're playing post uh, this latest patch, they really give you some catch up stuff with the artifact power. I should probably go check that out on my hunter just to see. Just want to go see what's going on. So I hop in there with the hunter and I go do a, a world quest, which was the exact quest. It just hadn't been made a world quest yet for my panda, but the exact same quest activity in High Mountain. I went and did that with Gurp, my hunter, uh, him and Henry fallen henry story there's a story behind that anyway i go and i do that i get an art i get the artifacty thing and it's like 280 million artifact points like it's out of control it's pouring like water milk and honey and so how how many times are you going to are you going to be surprised by this okay but here's what we have gone over that we have but here's why it matters at this stage okay i was going to stick to that mage until i was done 
or until I got him to 110 and then I was going to just build him to death and all that. And that was going to be my goal. But after tasting the nectar with my main, which I hadn't done last time because I was kind of bored with my hunter, uh, something, something clicked. I don't know if it's just because artifact power is so bounteous now or what, <laughs> but I'm like, well, this is dumb. I need to just max him out. I need to get him as much as he can. I need to fill out his whole weapon thing, get every level on everything, get the new little circly hoo-ha down at the bottom with the extra abilities and all that that they put in Accordance later. Accordance of Legion Fold. That, that yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. I need to do that. I need to get my flying done. Like, I went all in on the hunter again and left Fleener hanging. He's just sitting there now at like 109 Poor barely. Fleener. I know. Why won't people think of the Fleener? Nobody really. will. Really. Why won't I just think of him since I have direct mm-hmm. control of him and nobody else does? But, but I... So I did that, and I couldn't stop. And, of course, I was already doing the Legion stuff with him. But, man, it's just too good. It, the payout is too good right now to, do, to not do that. So what? So here's my new plan. And Terpster sort of recommended this last time, so I don't know why I'm not doing this in the first place. I'm going to finish everything I need to do uh, to achievement-wise to get my Pathfinder crap and make him fly. And then I will... Yes, of course. And then I'll go back to the mage. And then I'll go back to the freaking um, whoever else I had. I can't remember who I was working. Oh, the I have a... Um, oh, what do you play all the time? Who who do you play? Druid. Was it a druid I was... My, oh, no, no. You know, no, no. I'm my druid. That's right. Uh, I have a balanced druid that I want to work on. So I'm going to go back and fly him around. Like, I'm going to fly those bastards around and get tons of XP or tons of, um, uh, what you call it, uh, artifact power. And I am going to go crazy because they just dump it on you it's easy now it's ridiculous so argus not so much a you can't fly there and b you know stuff scaled up mobs are harder but i'm just tearing things apart in azeroth just people are dead just looking at me it's ridiculous (laughs) it's a nice moment in in the expansions uh uh life cycle when you're you've left the game for a little bit and you come back and you you remember or you realize that those not the new zones the new zones are really hard of well not really hard but they're harder uh but the old zones you you remember going through them and it was difficult and you had to pay a little bit of attention to which mobs you were pulling and everything and when you come back you're like exploding everything that that feels uh fun yeah and rewarding it really does even though i'm not i mean like i said i was kind of bored with the hunter a little bit but um for whatever reason this sort of revived things for comes me. and goes yeah and for the new, for the, uh, what's the new, the what's the thing called now? You got to build out on the on the new content. What's it Nether called? Light Crucible. The Crucible. I uh, I just saw in the patch notes that uh, my particular hunter build is getting five percent damage buff, along oh, with well, a whole bunch of classes are not all of them, but many of them are getting damage buffs to deal with that stuff, which is great. So now I just feel like playing the hunter again, and there's my panda over there going, dude, we were having it, we had a thing going. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get so, flying, and I'm going to go back, and I'm going to power level through the rest of him, work on my other dudes, but fly, 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 fly is what I want to do. So I can go get. So I don't have to feel like i got to run around and do all that stuff again on the ground. Um, I have a, so, so now I've formed an opinion about flying, and I'll just get it out there. I don't know why they don't just let you fly once you've done the four or the f- whatever it is the five continent thing before we got before we got the legion fight thing in 72 like why couldn't we just finish all that out you get your big you get your crystal hoo-hahs up there in the tower of la-di-da none of these names are right <laughs> but you know what i mean like you've talked to all the faction I'm leaders not sure but i think i get the gist so yeah keep going. you teleport up to the tower of doo-doo and the and then the you know high mountain lady's like ah oh, thanks a lot and now here's a little here's a new little thing that shows you cleared it you know the place i'm talking about clearing the zones do that that should be enough that should be enough to say and oh as a gift you now have the license to fly here that's what they should do. Are, are you doing the uh <laughs> the cow woman voice now the how the high mountain cow woman i don't remember her name uh, yeah she talks like that she's like oh yes the name of the race either so well it's the it's the kai uh, the high mountain cow lady the tauren. oh the, the tauren. tauren well yeah but they're not just torrens right they're like a proto tauren or something they're, <laughs> they're aren't they just they're, they're like deer tauren because they got big big uh, antler horns and stuff anyway whatever they are she, but she's yeah. No, I mean, I I understand it. I think there's there's a, a couple of 
design reasons behind not just giving you uh, the the flying license as soon as you finished essentially questing through all the zones, right? That yeah. that would be the uh, uh, it allows them to artificially prolong uh, your your interest in in killing stuff yeah. um, for a little bit longer, and it also allows them to not just give it to you right away when because you know a lot of people would get it. Well, a lot of people, almost everyone would get it two weeks after the expansion has launched, mm, right? Mm. So basically, it would be equivalent to just giving it to you immediately. And I understand that there needs to be a little bit of a uh, delay to make it feel a little bit special and to make it so you have to work towards it. So you don't just not everyone, every single play person playing gets it. And also you get the the whistle anyway. So it's not as needed as it was on Draenor. And uh, I also think they struck a better balance uh, between not giving it to you right away and giving you a lot of stuff to, to grind through um, to get it. Because in Draenor, there was a lot more reputation and, yeah. you know, it was basically, I don't know, 13, 15 weeks of reputation gr grinding. Um, so I, I feel it was okay in this in this version. I think it's difficult enough that not everyone will get it, but if you really want it, it's not too challenging. It's not insurmountable, no. For for yeah, yeah. They, they scaled it back, and that's good. So I'm. It's not really a complaint. I just need to do this order of things, and 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 get done. I mean, part of it is just like, all right, I got to do whatever. Ta it's like work. It's like all right. Well, let me lay out my day. I got to go get this shit, get reputation with that guy, <laughs> poke this thing three times. Like I got stuff to do. Um, but it's uh, the the effect of seven three has been profound on me because I had kind of just sort of drifted a bit. I hadn't, you know, I've it's not that I felt like Legion was at all a bad expansion, but we're you know twelve thirteen year old game. We've been playing it since Alpha. I kind of just was tired, like we do, like you do. You take your yeah. breaks or whatever. We we we've been talking about this for a couple of years now. You just you know, WoW is not a game you play. 24 hours a day for months at a time sometimes you take a break and you come back yeah our, our, those days are you know we were doing that in 05 and 06 i don't know if we're yeah. doing it so much in 2017 but 73 has just sent its tentacles its big juicy tentacles out and grabbed me hard <laughs> like i can't stop i'm like in all the time and i'm loving it and it's it's actually hampering the rest of my schedule which is not good <laughs> So anyway, uh, well done, Blizzard. You've you've done it, and I know so, part part of that is that I've been able to kind of hustle my ass through the stuff I I found to be a little too busy worky before, or too grindy, and now it doesn't feel so grindy because it's it's you know they they've they're letting me catch up is what they're doing, and it and it feels good. Um, yeah. So is it with GURP that you went and raided? I guess. Uh, yeah, I raided with GURP. So GURP's maxed out. So I, mean, I I don't have the best gear, obviously, but I'm I'm in like it. 80 or something i mean i'm all right i'm up there uh i mean i went to uh the kill jaden fight the last three bosses uh with the raid team that i used to raid with all the time and still do when i do and um we uh one shot at everything but kill jaden i think kill jaden took us four shots or something like that and um it was awesome that's a great fight and i had stayed unsullied on that particular story or at least his demise um, mm. I wanted to see that for myself, so I got to see that in real time, and I love doing that when you're in the actual fight. And it's such a cool raid team. As soon as it happened, the raid leader, Tetsemi, goes, all right, everybody shut up. Scott hasn't seen this yet. <laughs> and then they all went dead silent. Like 20 people go dead silent for me to watch the cinematic, which was great. So anyway, that's a, another, part, so, another part of the day where I was like, oh, man, Illidan, you're just kind of a dick. <laughs> You know, <laughs> um, I did. I did want to ask you about the fight itself. We don't get a lot of opportunities to talk about, uh, you know, raid mechanics uh, on the show. And since we we can do it now, uh, I'll take it. Um, I've only played it in LFR, so it's definitely, I'm sure, as, not as complicated than uh, as it is in regular raid. I can't remember if we talked about that specific fight uh, on the show before, but I think in in um, in LFR they've struck a really good balance again between. Uh, tourist mode and actually having to do a little bit of something because you still have those uh, twirly flame things that mm -hmm. you have to stand on mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to the usual mechanic, which is just get out of the flamey thing. Yeah. And it's great because you actually have to pay attention. And usually, at least in the when I, I did it the first few times, 
people would need to start understanding how the fight would work and you know those uh, slightly different mechanics would be introduced to people in LFR and and when you finally got it it was a lot more rewarding uh, obviously but it was just the right uh just the right balance and and getting to actually doing those standing on the flamey things was great a great you know mechanic learning thing uh, to go through so i'm wondering how many times did it you know how many tries did it take you to understand that you had to stand on them until the meteor thing actually landed and how many ones did you miss wiping your raid all right so it's gonna happen sure right? so they so they knew all this obviously they they've i think they've only right. killed him or taken him down twice or maybe three times anyway so it's not like they have him on farm or anything but but they knew they kind of had a pattern to follow i'd seen a video the video people handle it a little bit different than they did i think actually the preferable strat was our team the other night but anyway we had assignments and here's the scary thing the assignments were specifically for hunters because hunters have that turtle shell thing they do uh, i mm. forgot what it's called anyway aspect of the turtle <laughs> whatever it is uh and so it means you can put the shell on yourself and you take no damage for a period of time i forget what the cooldown is or the time is but Anyway, you just have to pop that, and, and whatever you stand in, you'll take the brunt of it, not die, and also, you know, it'll accomplish the need of the mechanic. So that thing's called Armageddon Blast or something like that that you're talking about, and three of them appear on the map. I'm sure it's worse in Mythic or other levels, Heroic, whatever. Um, well, I guess it'd be Mythic. There is no Heroic now, right? Isn't it just normal than Mythic levels? Isn't that how it works? Do I have that wrong? Mm what do you mean like there's just raiding in general can't you so you go normal then mythic there's no heroic anymore is there uh on raids i don't know in dungeons there definitely is raids i only do lfr so i couldn't tell you must be but, heroic. Uh, i think there's i think there's still heroic there's heroic i think anyway. it's just different right Siv, Siv in the chat saying there is heroic but isn't it different now like it used yeah. to be there is there is everyone's saying there is there is because normal so. used to be normal used to be easy mode but now heroic is like normal i don't know but i think you're yeah i, I may be making shit up anyway so the, the point is this so we're fighting it and these armageddon things pop and it's we have an order so you go first you next you third and you fourth however many rounds we think we're going to have of the, of the stupid armageddon thing and they have to go to the one that's the biggest drop the it's a larger version of the meteor thing and they're two smaller ones and anybody can take the smaller ones, but you don't want to take more than two of those hits because it drops a dot on you that's real bad and it's hard to heal through. So, um, And if somebody doesn't take the hit, then on the big one, like one of us with our turtle shells or a mage with ice block, then everybody gets hit with a huge dot. It's horrible and you may as well wipe. So this is the short version of the story I'm telling. But uh, when my wow, turn... That's the short version? Well, okay, so here's what happened, though. <laughs> first, first or second time in... <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be my turn soon. And remember, I'm coming back to this thing kind of raw. I haven't raided in a long time. I think the last raid I did was, what was the Malfurion eyeball one with the big giant anus at the end? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Emerald Nightmare? That's the one. That's the yeah. one. So uh, so we go. <laughs> so we're in there, and I'm, and, I, and I'm stressed because I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I've come back, and also now they need hunters for a very specific job. It's a, and it's one of those you had one job kind of things, right? Like, don't F this up. They weren't, like, putting pressure on me, but I felt my own pressure. So these things pop. Somebody does their job great. Things pop. People do their job. Okay, now it's going to be Scott's turn. <laughs> and... Uh, no, I think what happens is I went out of turn the first time and took it. So two of us were under there. Now we've lost somebody in order because it was so close to me. I thought, well, I should just take it. But two hunters took it. That means we're on three minute cooldown for our turtle thing, which means we're useless for the next two phases of this thing. So somebody else has got to do it. Uh, then we wipe for, I don't know what reason. So then the third time, I'm like, okay, this is Scott's time to shine. I'm going to get in there. I got this. I got this. <laughs> this time, the damn big one that i'm supposed to stand on a happens way further than where i am so i gotta run to it and even though i popped cheater or whatever it didn't matter because it's still far and so it's clear across there and it was behind kill Jaden, almost where his butt would be so i couldn't see it first of all so there's a period of time like where is it where is it where is it i only see the dinky ones where's the big one? Oh, it's over here under the boss 
And everybody got the big ring explosion thing around their feet at that exact time. <laughs> so there couldn't be worse, worse freaking pressure on Scott. I run over there. I barely get under it. I had popped my turtle thing too early. That sounds dirty. And, uh, <laughs> and I get over there and I take the hit and it saves the rest of the team, but I die because the turtle shell fell apart and I died. So then I get one and then we wipe for other reasons, partly because I wasn't there anymore and it's not good. You know, you want your full team up, uh, but I'm, you know, my DPS isn't great, but whatever. And then later we get this other chance to do it. And on the one where we won everything, I totally pulled it off. I nailed it. Like perfect timing, perfect placement. Nobody had to remind me which order we were in. I was just like, got it. And that was the one where we took him down. So it was very satisfying. Um, that's a really cool fight. And I didn't see it in LFR because I never ran it in LFR. So this was a first for me. And I really, really enjoyed it. So anyway, it was just good to be back in there. I got shoulders and some kind of decent cloak. And I don't remember what all. That's it. I think just two items and some gold. It was nice. Anyway, no Excellent. no tear pieces or any of that. But I guess, I, I guess I'm kind of back in. I'm going to raid again Sunday and get on the regular schedule with the raid team again. And I've, I'm feeling it right now. Just wow's got its little uh, little uh, wrinkly hands Tendrils. on me. Yep, big time. And here's a, uh, the other thing. I just want to make a small mention. I know it's a video game, so you have to do video gamey things. It's like when Tyrion Fordling was just standing there while we were fighting the Lich King, right? They're supposed to be these, yes. yes, they're supposed to be these great heroes. Not Tyrion Fordling, what's his name? Tyrion. What are you talking about? Who was the guy that was, uh, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so we get in there, and I'm like, ah, oh, there's shit wizard Cadgar. Check out Illidan over there, and hey, it's Prophet Velen. Probably see in the future some kind of cool stuff over there. Look at him. And then the fight mm -hmm. starts. I'm like, where are they now? Oh, they're over there fighting uh, fake NPCs that don't exist. They're off in the corners doing a thing that's got nothing to they're do with what we're doing. They're holding out the forces of the Burning Legion so we can kill kill Jaden. A little help is all I'm looking for. Can they not well, they just are helping. break they it there, off? They, they, we'd be overrun by all the demons coming to kill us. It just seems like, look, if, if Illidan's got the strength to fly up in the air and go, they, I am my scars, and then blow, blow up a giant <laughs> chandelier with his eyeballs, I think he can probably come in and help us interrupt kill Jaden and his bullshit. That's all I'm saying. Now, you have the part where it goes dark and you're running around trying to find the mob. That was another job I had to yeah, have. Yeah, there you go. He's helping you there. Yeah. Well, is he, though? Is he really? Well, I have if, to step in his... If he wasn't there, you would be in the dark forever and you couldn't find the, the, the demons you had to kill. I mean, I have to step into his little fart, right? His little green fart area. And then well, <laughs> imagine he wasn't there to help you with his fart. That would be terrible. See, he's been training his whole 10,000 years of life to help you with his fart, and you're dismissing it as if it was nothing. Yeah. Scott, I think if uh, Illidan was here in the voice of uh, Liam, he would be saying, Scott, I am disappointed in you. I would say that's what you would say. I would say, who the hell is that talking? It's almost like when you click on Velen, an old man goes, Hello, for the light. And then when he talks, he goes, we must save our good. He's like a totally different actor. I hate that, too. It drives <laughs> me nuts. Anyway, uh, that's that. That's my experience. It was fun. I had a blast. And um, I don't know. I'm just all back in. So thanks. Wow. Yep, You've done it. 100%. You've done it to me. again. Hey, do you want to talk about the thousand years war? Uh, the thousand years of war before we talk about the BlizzCon stuff? Yes, let's do that thousand years of war let's talk about it so that's the uh this name of this story it's the story of Illyria and Terillion, uh, and uh as one might expect it's kind of amazing um i've not heard all of it i've just started the first piece i'm going to listen to the rest of it today so i don't know a ton and we're not going to spoil anything here anyway but here's just a taste of the quality you can expect so check this out whoops soldiers broken war machines the corpses of the fallen discarded weapons, and all the other detritus of battle. Oh my gosh, dude, that's so great! Just and you, you, have, oh. you have a lot of uh, uh, actual voice-over uh, artists and uh, sound effects and music. I mean, this is a relatively tame part mm -hmm. of, the, of the thing that you're... Um, yeah, there's music and played. it's very sound effecty yeah. and it's all very acted out. It's, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Who's the guy that does the 
Oh, it's Stephen Pacey. Stephen he's, Pacey. He's so good, dude. So he's the one who did uh, the Tomb of Sargeras. If people remember a year and some months ago, uh, I was gushing about the Tomb of Sargeras. That's the the previous audio drama that they introduced just before the release of, of Legion. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing in what it did first of all storytelling was wise it was great mm -hmm. uh you know directing and uh, acting wise wise it was amazing writing wise it was awesome and what it did for the story and the enjoy enjoyment of the game which i mentioned earlier in the show was incredible because it, it coalesced everything in a, a an ensemble that was uh, that worked and that fed into one another, right? And that's when I went and actually purchased uh, the Illidan book, which I had, you know, I had never read any of the books um, yeah. from a while before. And it was really, you know, it was just as good and I recommended it to, to everyone. And I was so much, so hoping that they would keep doing it. And thankfully, out of nowhere, uh, we got this one uh, this week. And it it is honestly just as good. Um, it's, it follows the story of Teralian and, uh, Illyria right after they get stranded when they destroy the dark portal back in the second war, mm -hmm. right there on outland on the other side of the dark portal, right. they have to destroy it because the, the world is breaking apart and they're afraid that that will, the energy will seep into Azeroth and, uh, destroy it as well. Yeah. And. In, th it, in it theory, they sacrificed themselves for us. That's the, that's the thinking, you right. know. But they but turns out they didn't die; they lived on. Yeah, yeah. Which we 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 suspected, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. Now, I mean, that was when why getting the uh, heart of uh, light heart heart of the light can't remember the center of zira uh was amazing because Cadgar realized that was Teralian sending it to us, yeah. and. For those who don't remember, uh, Turalian, Illyria, and, and a bunch of others are the ones that you see in statues in Stormwind, mm. right? When you walk into Stormwind, the, the, <laughs> the entrance of Stormwind, it, that, those are the statues. Mm -hmm. So anyway, big characters. But the, I, I, what I was mentioning uh, earlier was that I really love that uh, trend that they have implemented into those games of actually weaving one into the other. And that has happened since Pandaria because the beginning of Pandaria, I mean, the end of Pandaria was basically the beginning of Draenor right. with uh, what's his face, uh, Orc Hitler escaping <laughs> and uh, going back to Draenor. And yeah. then with uh, the end of Draenor, we had Gul'dan 2 uh, escaping and beginning Legion. And now they're basically, we suspect, um, seeding all of these pieces of, of storytelling into the end of uh, Argus and that's going to lead into the next expansion probably or maybe the next one uh, but it's so it's it's making the storytelling of World of Warcraft into one continuous you know there are pockets of storytelling but it's still very much connected and it was a little bit artificial uh, in, in when they started doing it, but now it's so well integrated. It's almost like, all right, we're we're already done with the Legion. Doesn't really matter what happens with uh, you know and Taurus and all of those things, and we we want to leap onto the next one. Mm. But it's it's smoothing it over, and it's so motivating to keep going. Um, I will say there's one tiny. I, I don't know how much I can say because you haven't listened to uh, the the. You haven't listened to the, the audio drama and you haven't played through the third week of uh, Argus Quest. So there's stuff that happens there which defines what the void, what you know, they touch on the void. Mm. And we'll talk about this later because we'll let the opportunity to, to the listeners to, to go through it themselves. But right. I'm just, for the most part, there are some things I'm, I'm a little bit bothered about, but for the most part, I really like it. And... Illyria is awesome, yeah. and Turalyon is awesome, and is it okay if I get a little bit, not political, but like sociological sure, for a second? Not? Sure. I, I think we're seeing here uh, the results of the active thinking about diversity in gaming, mm. right? We've had the, the very uh, controversial 
questions of Gamergate, uh, you know, three three years ago. And a lot of people were, I don't think reasonably, but let's say they were concerned about this uh, diverting the intent, the artistic intent of uh, game developers, which I think is wasn't warranted, but is a reasonable concern to have. Sure. And what we're seeing here is characters, female characters, being uh, put in the, the the forefront of the story, equal with male characters, and sometimes a little bit more, and sometimes a little bit less. But we're seeing characters like uh, Alira, who is, you know, badass and awesome, and 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 taking center stage. And I think everyone will agree it's not taking away from the stories or from the other characters or from anything. No. So I think it's a great example of. Uh, proving uh those concerns wrong thankfully because it's happening and and proving that we can have those happening and and keeping the integrity and the power and the awesomeness of our games so i just wanted to mention this but uh, aside from this the story is just it's just cool i can't wait for you to listen to it and to see what happens in in that argus quest yeah. and what alera is and how terralian uh has to deal with it and like the it's so cool to have that story of what happened during those thousand years that Turalian and Illyria were. We, we have a, a, a little bit about uh, uh, Lothraxian, mm. the, 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 the the demon light, light uh, demon guy, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and Zira, and you know that uneasy feeling of like she's kind of an absolute like my way or you're gonna suffer, mm. and it's just it's just so cool that they keep doing it and i hope we get another audio drama for the beginning of the next expansion i hope they make it a regular thing and it is awesome yeah anyway I I'll, I'll bet we get like one of these per expansion i'm not saying but two. So that's the second one for this expansion well right? so i hope we get it, one to introduce the next one as well well hold on though so, is it though because wasn't it pre-legion pre-launch legion that we got the sargeras story or no it was pre-launch, you're right, but it was basically a month before launch. Yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah. Still... No, you're right. Yeah, they're kind of bookending it here. Maybe that's the plan. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And it it's explaining, you know, part of the story that is integral to the story of that expansion. When Terralian and, and Alira come back, you're like, Holy crap, where have you been for a thousand years? Yeah. And now we have the answer. So you're like super interested. Mm. And they're not leaving it hanging that you know we'll see what happens maybe later they're giving us the answer enough that you know it's satisfying but not so much that they can't dive into it more mm -hmm. it's just it's it's so well uh put together and i don't know how much uh chris metzen had to do with all of this but i think he's been gone long enough and you know he was so busy with other stuff that i'm not sure he was directing this directly so i'm sort of uh, uh hopeful slash confirming that they can handle things even without Chris on board. Yeah, and I think I, so I too. Very yeah. worried, yeah. but this is so cool and well done that it's sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, encouraging for the future. But, uh, I, I completely agree. And I want to say this, it feels like Blizzard, specifically the WoW team and maybe specifically Ian and his direction uh, and just kind of the overall, I don't know, the, the overall feel of, of Legion has left me with the impression that they they could do the easy thing. The easy thing would be not to work all that hard on story or not to work all that hard on a game that's getting this old or this long in the tooth or just to kind of, you know, meet all the needs and then push it out there the way that kind of Warlords felt. Everything about this expansion feels like a doubling down, a not doing the easy thing, and that includes story and diversity and all that stuff. This, th these are conscious efforts on their part to not do the simple, easy, lazy thing but to do the harder thing. And then in the shadow of Chris Metzen not being there to be sort of story lead on these things, even more so them not getting, uh, you know, taking the easy route and instead really pushing for hard for this kind of stuff. I think that is tangible throughout this expansion. And I think that yeah. is so cool. Like I, mm, I mean, it means a lot. It means a lot to me as, as someone who already respects them and already, you know, is biased toward things Blizzard does. I'd love when they do things right, but this just feels like them not caving to this to the, to what would be easy, which is just let the money flow in and just kind of make a game. It feels like they're doing way more than that. And the story bits and 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 beats and stuff in this thing are incredible, from not just a story perspective, but from a cinematics team perspective. The in-game cinematics on this stuff has has all been top notch, 
you know, A grade stuff. And it really propels things forward in a way that, you know, the game's never, and the game's never quite achieved in the past. So for whatever so that I is, can, it's awesome. It's amazing. I love it. We, we've sort of touched on this question before uh, on the show, but I, I sort of, I think we're in the place now where we can have a definitive answer. Um, how, how do you think this is the best expansion they've ever made? Oh, yeah. Totally. Okay. It's not even a, right. not even a hard answer for me because yes, I'm nostalgic for all sorts of things in the past for the game. You know, uh, Arthas stuff, amazing. That was amazing. That expansion, that whole thing was expansion, or that whole Wrath of the Lich King was was amazing. I loved Pandaria. Um, there's so many parts and pieces and bits where you go, oh, wasn't that cool? Wasn't that cool? Wasn't that cool? But as a complete content piece, looking at it now in the rearview mirror, mostly. I don't think there's any competition. I think Legion yeah. knocked it out of the park on every level in a way that the others all did great things, but I don't think they all achieved it like this. And and, and that puts a lot of pressure on those guys because who knows what's <laughs> next, man. Whatever void shit yeah. or whatever you're going to do, uh, call it shit wizard, Cadgar's revenge, whatever you're going to do, it's you have <laughs> your work cut out for you in a major, major way. So Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of almost blasphemy to say that this is better than I, some people really liked, uh, you know, Burning Legion and some people, but most people would look at uh, Wrath of the Lich King as the height of WoW, like mm -hmm. the best expansion they've ever played. And they, they remember it fondly in, in story wise, but also gameplay wise, systems wise and all of this. Sure. I really think, you know, we, we always enjoy WoW, uh, sometimes a little bit less, sometimes a little bit more. But I think in all the aspects you've described, uh, I I would agree that this is the best. You know, it's so ambitious. There is so much of it in every way, uh, you know, story-wise, gameplay-wise, uh, zone-wise. Like, uh, it's hard to, found, to find an area where it isn't more rich. Mm -hmm. It's not even about the quantity of content. It's about the richness of the content. Right. And um so yeah, I I think I'm ready to I've kind of been feeling it for a long time mm -hmm. uh, for a few months now, but I think I'm ready to say I think this is the best expansion ever and yeah. uh it's it's awe-inspiring. Yeah, and it's and it's, you know, by the way, I talked to Chris. We're doing a follow-up interview because it's been a year since his uh, retirement. So we're going to talk again, just kind of see how things are going for him. And it occurs to me that one of the things he said in that interview was that one of the hardest things about working at Blizzard, and I'm sure this is true across every team, <clears throat> is constantly outdoing yourself, bettering yourself after you've already achieved some high mark. No matter what that is, a huge success of Overwatch, how do you beat that as the Overwatch team? Huge success of WoW, how do you beat that when you when you're being called when Legion's being called the best expansion that you've ever made, then then what? Right? You have to be better than that again, and 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 if you don't, well then well I guess that solidifies Legion as even, you know, even more down the road as the greatest expansion there ever was. But then are you just going to disappoint people? Like it's a hard job to be, yeah, so good every time. And I and I so I worry about those guys a little bit. It's like whatever this next thing's going to be, and I'm I'm feeling that a BlizzCon will know. Um, that you know, it that's gonna that's a huge challenge to to top. Really, is. your best. Work. I mean, there's more likely than not, it's not going to be as good, right? It, it's it's probably going to be. You can't do better every single time. It's probably going to be fine. It's probably going to be you know between fine and cool, and we're going to enjoy it because we like like wow. I don't think they're going to be able to make it as good and let alone better. Maybe it will come in, you know, another couple of expansions, but yeah, that's really difficult. That's mm -hmm. a, a very tough job to be kind of like you, Scott, how can you make every episode of the instance better than the last? That's, I mean, clearly oh. this one is awesome, but will the next one be better? I don't will know. It be as good. Will it be warlords or will it be Legion tune in to find out everybody that's next week. Anyway, uh, it's awesome. Check it out. The story of Illyria and uh, Torellian, A Thousand Years of War. Also, A Thousand Years is it's just because time's different there, right? So when they got caught on the other yeah. side of the portal, they were, they were, the time for us was what, 30 years or for Azerothians they, was 30 years? And they're staying 
they're staying vague. Oh yeah, right. For us, it was about 30, 30 years, something like that. Yeah. And for them, like it depends where. It's basically you know uh, uh, speed and relativity. They mm. they kind of hint at the fact that depending on where they are, how you know fast they go or whatever, it it changes the time that passes for them relative to the time that passes on that Azeroth. Yeah. So yeah. All right. And they it's a thousand years for them. And they still look real good. Oh yeah. Well there's they they explain a lot of this actually. Oh, do the, they? They explain their youth. Well, I mean Alira is an uh, an elf, so for her it's like whatever yeah, I'm just live forever live for thousands of years. Yeah. And uh Teralian I'm I'm not gonna say. All right. Do they explain in the audio why in the key art he looks like Clint Eastwood or no? Did they not get into that? <laughs> well, I think that's pretty obvious that he's just so awesome yeah. that he took on the guise of uh, uh, Dirty Harry. Sure. Because <laughs> that's how awesome he is. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the stuff going on in World of Warcraft. Quick mention of a few other things happening in and around Blizzard. Heroes of the Storm announced that Anna would be coming. She's actually on the PTR. I played her. Wait, you don't want to talk about the... BlizzCon. Oh, I missed thing? that. I didn't mean to skip ahead. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. So we have to mention these mounts at least. So the 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 stuff for BlizzCon, the virtual ticket, uh, the bags have been sent to a bunch of people and they've been open. In fact, I have one I need to open in video over there somewhere. Um, it's uh, it's looking good. They're backpacks. There's a bunch of stuff in them. As far as the VR or the, uh, virtual ticket goes, way more content this year. They're going to cover tons of extra stage stuff. And uh, things that you wouldn't normally even get on that thing. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, and the most important thing, forget about all that. Who cares? The Stormwind Sky Chaser and the Orgrimmar Interceptor mounts are amazing. They're so good. <laughs> and they haven't done a mount since, I want to say, like 2008 or something. Is that right? Hold on. The old white blizzard bear with the, with the murloc on front. That was 08, I think, yeah. I think that was the last time they did a blizzcon mount everything else has been murk a lot this and murky that and murky murky murky's everywhere in these damn things <laughs> but now this year we get these mounts and they are super super cool and i've already seen them on servers which means people are cashing in their their uh virtual ticket early and getting the mounts early but uh my farm my orgrimmar interceptor one is my favorite because you're basically it's a it's a like a goblin dirigible freaking blimp thing uh, it's a two-seater so you take your girl with you, you know, and then you got uh, your Stormwind Sky Chaser looks like a like a little mini version of uh, of Varian's big ship, whatever that thing's called. What's that called? His his big giant flying ship. Some I think of... that's the the exact name. Yes. Oh, is it called Sky Chaser? I think it. No, I think it's called Varian's uh, big <laughs> giant flying ship. All right. Uh, I think so. I'm uh, not certain. Yeah, I'm not certain either. But it's uh, really, really neat, and that's also a two seater. And well done, yeah, Blizzard. They're awesome. They're I love okay. Them. I'm not. You know, I, this is not the popular opinion, but I think they're a bit, a bit bulky, and they look a little bit silly. Oh. So I'm not a huge. Fan. Yeah, I know. I know. But I want to. They're cool. I want to each them. Push. I want to shove cheese in your face because they're so good. They're so good. Mm -hmm. Cheese. Yeah, I'd like that. Thank you. <laughs> I mean. Yes, when everyone's got one and they're all going to be flying them around at once, it's going to annoy everyone. But uh, as individual designs, I think they're I think they're really good. And I'm sure that freaking Murloc is somewhere strapped to a post or some bullshit because because you can't do this without a a Murloc, right? Obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, how Obviously. could you? Uh, all right, so there's that. And then I'll do a I'll do a video unboxing of that bag. I know people have seen those already, so it's not going to be that big a deal. They got it to me late, but um, you can take a look at it and see what's in there and. It's all very exciting. BlizzCon coming. It's a thing. Uh, Here's the storm. Uh, like I said, got Anna. I played her. She's great. She's a, she, a support, range support uh, character, as you might imagine. Uh, she's pretty great. She's coming along with the map Volskyad Foundry. It's all very Overwatch themed, obviously. And then you got Junkrat coming right after her. We don't know anything about him or his kit or his build or what his role will be. Probably uh, specialist is my guess. Um, some sort of ranged chaos. He'll be amazing. I love Junkrat anyway. So uh, anyway, that's looking really good. So if you haven't played her on the PTR, uh, don't worry too much about it because on Tuesday she should hit live and we'll all be playing her. Uh, and Hearthstone, I don't know what's going on in there. Is there things in there? <laughs> uh, I don't know. My wife says hi. Oh, hi. That's that's that's, that's, that's all the Hearthstone <laughs> news I need. Oh, you know what? Here's the news. Instead of Hearthstone news, guess what we have news of? Patrick Beja and Sonia, his wife, 
are having a baby and it's public now and uh (laughs) it's not happening yet but it's we should make a big deal out of it on here right oh thank you yeah 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 i mean it definitely is a big deal for us yeah, it's that, huge. That, is, that is true. I don't know how big of a deal it is for people listening, uh, hoping for uh, Blizzard Games news. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I do expect that uh, the baby will be trained in the ways of gaming and uh, probably will be playing World of Warcraft with uh, with me at some point in the future, in the hopefully near future. Sure. Right. Yeah, one would hope. Uh, it'll take a little while, but you'll you'll train him or her yeah, up. Uh... I, I figure, you know. Six months in, you can start getting them used to the mouse. And uh, one year, probably the keyboard. By two years old, you should have a partner, you know, a healer or a tank for mm-hmm. your raid. Yeah, or your dungeons, at least, right? <laughs> so yeah. that's my plan. All right. I like your plan. It's a good plan. Um, but yeah, we're, we're stoked for you. And I always get a little overexcited when my friends have babies because I don't know why. I just do. I know. So, all right. So can, I, I'm going to tell that story. Oh, um, all right. With Scott, uh, as listeners know, we were at the um, uh, uh, Frog Pants Nerdtacular. convention. Nerdtacular. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> you already forgot the name. You, listen, you're not going to do any more, so I've put it out of my mind. You, you're abandoning us. So or, I or am I? Or, or am, uh, anyway, yeah. it doesn't, who knows? So we get to Nerdtacular, and of course, I'm super excited. I, I told a, a few people, very, very few including Scott and his wife. Yeah. And um, I told them, and specifically looking Scott in the eye, going like, Scott, <laughs> we're not really ready to tell too many more people yet. Yeah. Can you please keep it quiet? Yeah, and I did. And and Scott was like, yeah, yeah, of course, no problem. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I don't know about <laughs> this. But so the next day, or was it two days later, yeah. uh, we're sitting down at uh, breakfast. Yeah. With like 10 people around us. Yeah. And I come, I sit down and Scott turns to me and he's like, oh, hey, the big secret thing. Like, is it still secret? Can I talk about it? Or is it like still secret? <laughs> and his wife like murders him with his, with her look. Yeah. And she's like, Scott. She punched me in the arm. And, and so basically everyone at the table understood what the big secret news was. Yeah. I mean, I think they intuited it. Sure. But yeah, but yes, but here's the thing I never did. I never, ever (laughs) mentioned it on a show, despite me being tempted a couple of times and almost letting it slip once. I never did. So I'm proud of myself for your restraints. Yeah, yeah. But but now uh, it's official. It's real and it's happening. And uh, and yeah, so um, early next year, we will have an addition to the group and uh, it will be awesome. And I'll let everyone know how it goes. Yes, I'm very excited about that. Also, your birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday. Uh, Thank all- you. So many things about Patrick today. So many He's Patrick getting the things. role for Illic Cooligan in the next expansion. <laughs> He's getting like babies left and right. He's getting birthdays. Wow, those French people. And cheese stuffed in his mouth. Yeah. Too, so. Oh, yeah. No, this is all French all the time. It's good. Good stuff. Uh, then also in Overwatch, I just want to make a comment to uh, three things. One, I want to agree with you from a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. You had made the comment that uh, the deathmatch mode in Overwatch was the first real worthy new mode in the game. Like, not just a fun arcade thing or not just a goofy little side thing that sort of distracts you until your next, you know, real match or whatever. And I 100% agree. I have gotten so into deathmatch, both team and free-for-all, that I can fairly stand not playing it right now. It's so good, so fun. It brings back my Quake days in a way that other games have not done that in a long time. It's really fun. And the fact that you can compete with just about anybody in that game is incredible that I can choose mercy and be dominant with mercy in a game. Well, I think mercy is probably not the best. (laughs) She's probably a bad example, but you know, whoever I've not, I've been able to, I've been able to pick just about everybody in their viable. And that's, that was not expected. I really like that. Um, so you tried the new map, the Chateau Guillard map, which is so Doom-like, like Quake-like. Oh, big time. It's, it's like, it may as well be Quake. It may as well be, what was that old Quake level? Was, there was a name for it. Everyone always knew it. But it's so Quake-like. And so is, uh, 
uh what's the other one that i played the other map uh, i can't remember it's a variation on well oh, they the redone most of the maps that well the maps that are included in the rotation for um deathmatch have been redone for actual maps um so they're a little bit less right. corridor e and platformy but yeah yeah some of them are yeah the one yeah. that the one that's based on anubis is very reminiscent of quake for me or unreal like kind of mm -hmm. my unreal tournament days anyway it's awesome i love it and i really like playing it. it's a great place to sort of remind yourself that this game doesn't have to always be about strategically making sure you're getting a thing to a point what you want you want that you want that coordination but when you're just solo playing sometimes and you just need to kill dudes it's great uh so there's that and then also i just want to make a comment that mercy and diva changes are great i really like the new mercy a lot it's controversial she is but i think she's a little uh, bit, yeah. I Apparently, like high-level players need a mercy on their team, or they they lose. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not on that, you know, type of uh, sure. gameplay performance. But sure. it's been a little bit controversial. But, but you know, intermittent resurrections, I like that better than mass resurrection because I can control it better, and I also like being able to fly in the air, have unlimited non-reload ammo that has been buffed in power, and I'm taking dudes out left and right. It's great. It's great. She's just a better player, or she's just a better character yeah. now, in my opinion. Now, at high-level play, maybe she's really fouled up the meta. I don't know, but but I think she's pretty great. And then Diva's Rockets, I just wanted to mention how rad those are, and there's no greater feeling than lighting up somebody with a, a barrage of rockets and take, you know ripping them a new butthole. It's really good. Oh, and Junker <laughs> and Junker Town's awesome. That's what a rad map that is. Yeah. I want to live it's there. Really, it's really fun, yeah. yeah. I want an apartment in Junker Town. <laughs> Uh, let's see. That's it. Oh, you know what else? We got one more thing. Uh, an email that came to us right here. Oh, there's no... Why is that low? Here we go. Let's try that again. There we go. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, it's the town crier where we get your emails and we read them right here on the show. We got one at theinstance at gmail.com from Tom. He is Nolan Void in the chat. He says, hi, all. If I understand my lore correctly, Sargeras was originally tasked with fighting the Void and then decided to eliminate everything just to keep it simple. Why now on Argus does the Legion seem to be okay and working alongside, if not with, the Void? Thanks, Tom. All right, well, you played enough into the third uh, wing of the story business to, to maybe know a little further than I do. Why? Why does it seem like they're all I, well, cool with each other? They're not quite fighting alongside the Void. It's just that the Void is there as well. And the Void has always been there. You know, it was on Outlands. It, I mean, for heaven's uh, sake, the, um, the, the, the priests dabble in Void energy. The, the, you know, shadow priests have a Void form now, right? Mm -hmm. They have a, a, a shadow form and then a Void form. So I, I don't think they, they are, the, the Legion is... I think they're kind of beginning to retcon it a little bit. Like the Legion is actually trying to fight the Void, and they're the ultimate. The, the Void is the Super Legion, and they're really the bad guys. And it's it's. I, I wouldn't say that all of a sudden he's cool with the Void. It's just that the Void is there too, and it's evil too, and uh, they they are trying to destroy it. But it's not like. Uh, they have destroyed every single little piece of void that walks around among you know on Argus because it's everywhere. Yeah. So there's, um, there's a lot of void. There. I don't think maybe maybe I'm missing some parts of the story. It's very possible, but I don't think that's quite as uh, you know Legion and Void uh, unite and try to defeat the Army of the Light, which rhymes. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> that the void is there too. Uh, fair enough. Hey, do you wish there was a whistle out there in Argus? I kind of do. I know it's a smaller zone. Like, the zones are smaller, uh, generally speaking, so they're not that far to, to span one or to, to travel on ground, but I, I kind of wish the whistle was around for my daily, for my uh, world quest. That'd be nice up there. No, yeah, kinda, I mean, it's, it's really a, a smaller zone, and you're never more than 30 seconds away from a light beacon yeah. thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, sometimes you 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 go a little bit farther, but then you have your Hearthstone because you have another one that you can set to um, to Dalaran. I mean, you have your Dalaran Hearthstone anyway, and you have your regular Hearthstone, mm -hmm. so it's a couple of Hearthstones. I think it's okay. It's not too bad. I don't miss the the whistle as much as I would in uh, 
in the overworld. Yeah, and I'm not even sure they've got anything flying out there because there's no taxis. I haven't done a bombing no. run. I don't think there's anything, right? You just can't, no. you can't no. fly there. there also, that planet defies all physics. Like, there's a big old big old hole in that damn thing. There's, no, like, nothing about that planet or its proximity to Azeroth currently makes any sense from a space. Like, everyone at NASA is rolling their eyes at WoW right now, right? Well, do you do you remember Outland when we were basically <laughs> hanging out on pieces of planet, like, floating in the void? Yeah. And we were just, like, gravity was working, even though it was a bunch of rocks. Mm-hmm. And you would go from one to the other, traversing the the, the void of space. Mm-hmm. And then you would go to Nether, what's the name of the one on the, in the north? Oh, uh, Nether. Nether uh, the, oh, shit. The one where you Nether get flying. thing. The where nether you, thing. Where you I got your where something. you forgot your first flying mount or you earned it down there, up there, right? I think to the right no. place? No. Well, let's say we go to Shadow Moon Valley. That's okay. easier because right. we remember. Sure. Uh, and you would go across from uh the, the the Hellfire Peninsula and you would be basically in space for a good thirty seconds. And that was fine. <laughs> nether storm. Thank you, just Sean. Right, but for some so, reason I accepted physics, that. I, but you're right, physics don't exist in this. Let's say Physics and uh, wow, land masses are not the most uh, real world Earth like uh, things that there is in this world. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm sure it makes sense because it's held together by some kind of arcane energy or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, it's... you could call uh, you know the different expansions. You could say, oh, the Lich King was the snow expansion. You think of the prominent thing. It's like, oh, that's the icy one, or hey, the panda. There's the panda expansion, and this one I could call. I want to call this one the crystal expansion because everyone's got a crystal for something. It's always like, well, send this Alfred crystal back. Crystal. Tell, tell my friends, or you know, like, who, what's his name? He's to talk to us. Why? He's got a crystal to deliver. How about mana crystals? So everyone's on drugs and Suramar. Like, it's just crystals everywhere, man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of crystals. Crystals expansion. That's what this uh is. correction. It was actually Shaltaict who uh said Nether Nether Storm first and uh they were offended in the chat. So correction. <laughs> uh the other person who said Nether Storm yeah. that whose name was wait, just Sean. Actually, sorry man, you're not you're not so cool. It was definitely Shaltaict. Yeah, how do you say that guy's go. name? Shaw Twacked. Shaw Taked. Shaw Taked. Shaw Taked. QT. That's a weird name, Shaw-taked. dude. Yeah, I'm offended by his name. Uh, final email here from, and uh, <laughs> didn't have a name. It just says, Zerbsies here. Oh, it is Zerbsies. Zerbsies. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have a name. The name is literally the first word. Yeah, from what, for some reason I thought it was something else. Anyway. Zerbsy's here from Bleeding Hollows. I think we should buy Blizzard stock. That's the entire email. Uh, With uh, five or six exclamation points at the end. Yeah, notice that. That's a lot. That's serious. Um, sure, why not? Okay, let's buy Blizzard stock. Yeah, we talk about this last episode. I think someone that's was why, asking us for stock advice. I think that's we why he brought like, it up. I think that's yes, why he's saying it. Yeah, the answer is yes. We are absolutely the person, the people to ask for <laughs> stock advice about. <laughs> important company this is the section of the show where we help you diversify your portfolio so uh yeah absolutely check, check in so, here uh, for financial advice i would say well uh, i don't know about buying uh blizzard or activision blizzard stock but what i can tell you for a hundred percent sure is that if you had bought nintendo stock like a few months ago you would be dancing around in the street right now because that thing has skyrocketed mm. so my mm. advice is create a time machine, go back in time, yeah. and buy some Nintendo stock, you know, a few months ago. Yeah, a few months ago. Go back to 97, buy some Apple stock. Go back to... Now you're making it, you know... Well, if it's a time machine, go anywhere, right? Well, but then you get into, like, should you go back and kill Hitler? And, like, it's it's complicated. By the way, Let's the answer to that Hitler thing is, yes, you go kill Hitler. If you can. Should you, though? Yes. Yes. Do you know what happens? Have you seen no time travel movie ever? <laughs> like not. they try to do the right thing and then it spirals into something worse. Maybe, you know, killing Hitler means you create some kind of orc Hitler. <laughs> That's unlikely, but you never know. Yeah, well, if we've learned yeah, we've learned anything from Legion. If you kill Hitler, orc Hitler will come. 
Uh, thank you for your emails. They come to us at theinstance at gmail.com, and we are out of here. Patrick, before we exit the building, would you like to tell people where they can get more of you? Oh, sure, yes. Um, <laughs> first, if you enjoy Overwatch, go check out Overwatchers, a show about Overwatch exclusively, and we have a lot of fun there with Chris. Uh, and second, I do a show called The Phileas Club, which is available at frenchspin.com, and last, uh, well, yesterday, actually, uh, I recorded an episode about the crisis in Venezuela. And if you've ever wondered, like, what the hell is happening in Venezuela? I, we talked for about an hour, an hour and a half with uh, Saul, who is from Venezuela and who took, took us through everything that happened there. And I thought it was not for, through any uh, reason of my own, but he was fascinating and he told about us about everything that happened for the past 20 years, uh, how Chavez started doing things and how he got into power and how things went south from there. It was honestly a great episode. And uh, so again, if you've ever wondered what the hell is happening down there, go check out the episode. It's at French... <clears throat> frenchspin.com and you can uh, check out the show i think it's really worth it so, yeah i agree yeah, i totally agree i've been on that show before i've also listened to that show for a very long time if you guys are looking for like a great worldview on things that are sometimes very otherwise divisive that's that's another reason to, to, to listen to it because because you give a lot of equal voice to a lot of different opinions and it's yeah. uh kind of rare so people should listen to it and check it out that's the phileas club uh, like Wicked Kitten 13 says, Phileas Club is so smart. Love it. We agree with you. Although <laughs> we she, love you, too. She missed the A in smart. That's fine. Hey! Well, it's, it's, it's even better. It's like smart. It's so smart, <laughs> smart, you don't even need to say the full word. It's so smart. Um, anyway, we'll be back uh, next week. Should be, anyway, with some more content. Hopefully, uh, Terpsher's around. Maybe Dills. I don't know. He's in Vegas this week or something. Something going on there. But we will uh, be back with more. I will likely have that mage where he needs to be by then. And uh, we'll talk more about what's going on in the world of Warcraft and beyond. Uh, don't forget our website, theinstance.net. It's an easy thing to remember and to go to. And it'll have all the link information and stuff you'd ever need right there. So go check that out. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, I know what else. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instance Show, Scott Johnson, and not Patrick. And more shows like this at frogpants.com. That will do it for us, for me, and for Patrick. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.